Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to episode number eight. Uh, today's podcast, we talk to Tavi uh, about Estonia and Estonian culture. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying the show. If you do not already, please follow us on our social medias at uh, Culturepology on Facebook and Instagram as I do put out extra content. And also, if you listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star review as it does help out the show. I'm your host, Nick Smith, and this is Culture Poly. Welcome everyone to episode eight. We are joined by Tavi. Uh, Tavi, do you want to uh, say hi to everybody and uh, give a little background about yourself, where you're, where you're from? Hello, everyone. Hope everyone is doing good. So yeah, uh, I was born and raised in Estonia, in a very small town, but also in the countryside. So I was kind of living in two different places, as my family had a place in a town, very small town. Population probably like 10,000 people, and then also in the countryside, but currently living in the UK for the last six or seven years. Okay. So you said you grew up in a small town, but also in the countryside. How does that uh, differ between the two? It, well, in because it's a, it's a really small town, so it's not a massive difference there. But, you know, obviously... I, most most of the time, I stayed countryside during the weekends, mm-hmm. and weekdays I was in a town. But it's not a big difference because the countryside is really close to the town, so it only okay. takes about fifteen minute drive. So you could go there any time, really. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, what part of the country were you in? The north, east, south, central. It's the south as it can go. Oh, oh okay. So you're almost to the border of... Um, Latvia. Latvia, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, for yeah. people that may not know much about Estonia, do you want to kind of get into where Estonia is located? Well, that's kind of an interesting... Uh, well, if you ask Estonians, well, most Estonians just say Estonia is in North Europe. Mm-hmm. Next to Finland, Sweden, and Latvia. Technically, yes, it is next to Russia as well. But it's interesting because Estonians usually don't say that, which is kind of interesting. But that's because of the history between Estonia and Russians. Right. Yeah, I I, uh, I saw that uh, Estonia just, I guess, gained their freedom or won their freedom in uh, back in 1991, so it's only been about 30 years since uh, branching off from Russia. Exactly. Well, to be fair, Estonia got the freedom quite several times. Like mm-hmm. Estonia got the freedom, then it went back to uh, like the Russian. What's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like a Russian power. Yeah, the Soviet. And then Union. Estonia got yeah Soviet Union. So and then Estonia got the freedom again. And 
what's interesting, I don't know the facts, how it exactly happened, but at one point, Estonia got the freedom literally by singing. By singing? By singing. That's an interesting fact. Um, I don't know what exactly happened, but it was kind of like during the Soviet Union, Estonians were not allowed to sing kind of like uh, national songs in Estonia. Mm -hmm. So at one time, Estonians just gathered in thousands and thousands of people and started singing constantly. And now Estonia has this huge song festival mm -hmm. you know, every four years, kind of like celebrating that time. Interesting. Yeah, that, that's that's really interesting. Um, do you know about the time period that that happened? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been more prepared. Now, when no. it comes to when when it comes to the history, I know the basics. I know what kind of happened and how right. it happened. But when it comes to the exact time, the politics, right? I have no clue. Yeah, that's that's an interesting fact. I'll have to uh, I'll have to look into that. You know, as I uh, put out the episodes, I put out some extra information on the on the social medias and and uh, i'll have to look into that and uh post more about that because that's that's a, that's a very interesting fact um you know one thing i did i i read about estonia was that what's interesting is there are about 1500 islands and and uh inlets of in estonia that's correct, yes. Uh, there's, I think there's actually a bit more. I think it's close to 2,000. Mm -hmm. But they are, like, these islands are really, really small. There are two major islands, which is called Saarema and Hiuma. Which Saarema looks kind of like a turtle, Okay. if you look at the map. Mm -hmm. And the Hiuma kind of looks like a bird or swan. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um and are those those heavily populated areas or are they more like, you know, because here in the United States, we have Hawaii, which is technically part of Hawaii or uh, uh, the United States. I mean, it, it's not technically it is, but it was inhabited, you know, before it was uh, part of the United States. And is that something like those two islands or is it have those always been part of Estonia? Not always part of Estonia, but historically those are kind of like a Viking islands because mm -hmm. obviously Estonian history goes back to the Viking age. Right. So if you go there, you could see so many Viking historical monuments, mm -hmm. buildings like castles and people to this day keep finding swords, shields, everything. Right. But yeah, at the moment they're not like hugely happy to it. It's, more like a countryside there's few small towns gotcha okay yeah because i know estonia is not too far away from uh finland and like you said sweden so i can i can see where you know traveling down you know the vikings would have would yeah. have traveled through that area you know that's what but, most people don't actually know like if you think about the vikings you know people keep thinking about the finland sweden norway iceland mm-hmm but they don't really realize Estonia has always been part of it. Right. And not even those islands. If you go to the capital city of Estonia, Tallinn, you could see, well, the Tallinn is called the city of towers. Okay. Because 
it's full of towers. If you look at the aerial photos, you can see so many towers there, mm-hmm. which are from the Viking Age. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, the the Vikings were from a Germanic people, and um, you know that whole area right there is all kind of associated, and they have, you know, a lot of that history. And like you said, you know, a lot of people associate the Viking Age with you know, Sweden and Norway and Denmark, um, Iceland, but, but not too many others, you know, um, like you said, Estonia is kind of forgotten. Finland is kind of forgotten as well from, from that time period. Yeah, exactly. And I don't want to say it really bothers me, but it kind of does because, you know, in a way, I want to be associated with Vikings because they're such cool, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know. And I don't even have to lie about it, you know, because Estonia has been part of this history, and I just want people to know about this. Right, you know, and I find that interesting where you said you don't want to say it bothers you, but it does because that's, you know, uh, in today's societies and world, you know, the Viking Age and Vikings have been very romanticized, but it's always been located between, you know, three major countries, you know, um, Sweden, Norway, and Denmark, and also Iceland. But other than that, you don't get a whole lot from any of the other areas. And so it's kind of like, hey, that same thing was happening here at the same time, and we were kind of forgotten about it. Yeah, exactly. And to be fair, like, it's not just those countries, but if you if you if you keep looking and making your researches, you see there's so many other countries as well in a way, right? Because Vikings they were traveling all yeah. the time, and their culture has been influenced in so many countries, even Germany. Yes, yes. I, I mean, yes. You know, looking back at everything, you know, uh, um, a lot of people when they say Vikings, you know, it's that's a term for basically a job description. And they think the whole, everybody was a Viking. Everybody raided every, you know, a lot of them were farmers and, you know, not everybody was a Viking, you know, it's just a Viking. Age, yes. But a lot of people in that same age, they weren't raiders. They were farmers. A lot of them were farmers and, I think that's a big misconception that people have nowadays about Vikings is that, you know, everybody was a Viking. Oh, everybody's Vikings, Viking, Vikings. But a lot of it was different. And when they weren't raiding, they were farming. And so a lot of in all that area, you know, and when they did raid, you know, they did take land, they took slaves, they took all these things, but they also stayed in those same areas and expanded, you know, their culture and influenced other cultures at the same time. So you find a lot of countries have been heavily influenced by that Viking age because of the rating, the amount of rating that they did. Exactly. And they were very loyal to each other as well. And, but I think you mentioned about the, you know, they were actually farmers and many people don't know about it. And, you know, most people think, Oh, they're just fighters. You know, they just took the countries. I think it's down to movies. Like, if you look at these TV series, you know, The Vikings, Game of Thrones, in a way. Okay, yeah, Game of Thrones was kind of like a fantasized. 
but still you could see the Vikings culture there. You know, it's all fighting. It's all fighting, fighting, fighting. But yeah, actually they were farmers and they were just living their own life. Right. You know, and, and especially in those climates, it's a colder climate and the resources weren't quite available as some of the areas. And so that's what they ended up resorting to was raiding and fighting. But again, you know, you're right. It is a lot of it has to do with the, the movies and the television, television shows that, you know, let's, I mean, even the TV show Vikings, you know, a lot of those people that are in that show didn't even exist at the same time periods. Exactly. Exactly. So it's very romanticized and a lot of people, you know, they have a very skewed outlook on the Viking age. And it's interesting to find, you know, that you, you talk about Estonia having a lot of artifacts that are, are from that age in, in these islands and in the mainland and everything like that. And, you know, it's like you said, you know, Hey, we were a part of that too. And that's a part of our history. That's kind of, forgotten by many people yeah that, that, that's that's true but the thing is that well what, what, the thing is that many people when they are th- thinking about the vikings they as i said they all think that it's it's the finland sweden norway but it really is estonia mm-hmm. as well right well, yeah, I mean, when you when you find so many artifacts and, you know, the culture is is heavily influenced by that age period and those same people, you know, you, you can't really doubt that it is a part of that, that, that history. True. And quite recently, actually, what I read about, uh, there was another another found in Estonia. Mm-hmm. A massive, it was kind of like a huge chest of weapons, swords, axes. I don't know exactly what they found, but it was quite big. And again, it was in the island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very um, interesting f- fact, you know. Um, I, you know, and with Estonia being located where it is, there's... I would I would be probably safe to assume that there's other countries that are have influenced the culture as well. You know, the Soviet Union probably being one because you know Estonia was part of the Soviet Union before it was able to get out a number of different times. Um, you know, what are what are some of the languages that are spoken in Estonia because of that that influence? Well, the main language we speak is Estonian, right? Uh, that's our first language. You know, obviously, the second language. Well, it depends who you ask. If you ask a few older generation people, they might say it's Russian because of that influence from Soviet Union. If you ask my generation, they say English mm-hmm. because English is everywhere. It it doesn't matter if it's in Estonia, if it's Sweden, Finland, Iceland, English. Is the second language because mm-hmm. you can't look around. English is everywhere, right? Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Um, 
I, you know, and I, I find it interesting that other countries outside of the United States, Estonia and, and many others, they have two languages, you know, they have their, their official language. Like you said, you have Estonia and then this, the second language, which depends on the generation is either Russian or English. And, you know, here in the United States, it's not that way. We have English and while, you know, Spanish is, is a big part of many people here, you know, we kind of have some, some challenges with, with allowing people to have two languages here, which I find uh, kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, like there's always uh, talks in Estonia, if Estonia should have two languages, mm-hmm. two official languages, and it's always Estonia and Russia. Mm-hmm. And it always raises controversy because some people obviously want it, which is the Russian people who live in Estonia. Right. But Estonians don't really want that. Estonians right. obviously want their own language. You know, you're living in Estonia and that's our first language. Right. And you also mentioned that, you know, obviously there's a few influences from Soviet Union, uh, culture-wise. And Estonians want to kind of like uh, keep away from that. Which, and yeah, which, 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 which is understandable. Yeah. Why? Because because of the history and want to go more to the Scandinavian culture, mm-hmm. which is really close. Like some Estonia is not officially part of Scandinavia, but some people might say it's really close. Like Estonia is literally on the edge. Like, is it? Should it be considered Scandinavian country or not? Right. Like there are so many similarities culture-wise. So it's right. always a debate if Estonia should be Scandinavian country or not. Right, because that goes back to what we talked about earlier with, with you know, the, the Viking Age of, you know, they were settled in Estonia as well. So why shouldn't it be part of, you know, the Scandinavian area if it was, you know, heavily influenced and and populated by the same people? Yeah, and then obviously there's a Latvian Lithuania who are mm-hmm. saying, no, Estonia, stay with us, your Baltic country, don't go just to Scandinavia. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Estonia is obviously officially the Baltic country, uh, right. with Latvia and Lithuania. But yeah, it seems like Estonia really wants to go that Scandinavia yeah. area. Well, and it's it like I said, it's safe. It's it's easy to see that considering the the history of Estonia and and uh, the influences. So, um, but yeah, like you said, it's it's surrounded by you know the Baltic Sea, and it's one of those uh, Baltic countries for now. Um, so you, you know, I <clears throat> when I was doing some research, I I did see that it's it's quite cold in Estonia. It's funny you mentioned because now, now obviously I live in UK at the moment, mm-hmm. so I always laugh when people are complaining. Oh, it's minus five! I'm like, you haven't seen nothing yet. <laughs> in Estonia, we used to have minus thirty at yeah. the time because you know minus five for me it's nothing. Right here in UK, everyone's panicking, mm-hmm. and when it comes to snow as well in Estonia, it's always snowing during the winter time, always. It's a mm-hmm. massive snowy area. 
and it almost never snows in the UK. It's always raining. So when it happens and it starts snowing in the UK, everything stops. I mean, everything. Schools right. will be closed. <laughs> people are people are complaining. People can't go to work. But on the flip side, in Estonia, if it snows, everyone's partying. Oh, I need to go outside. Yeah, I want to go to school now. It's snowing. I want to go to work. I want to go outside. <laughs> so it's completely different. Yeah. And I, I always find it so funny how different it actually is. Uh, right. It, yeah. It, you know, it's similar um, here. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm in uh, Southern California, so it really doesn't get that cold. And um, I would say it probably, you know, I don't know the exact because you guys use Celsius. We use degrees. But I mean, here, you know, we, we're in the low 40s and, you know, people complain that it's too cold. Oh, wow. And it's, you know, I, it, 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 it's funny, you know, we don't get a whole lot of rain. We, we, you know, it's, it's, uh, the sunshine state. So it's typically always sunny here, which kind of bothers me personally, but, um, it's the same way, you know, we don't really get snow up except for up in our mountains, but, you know, we get a little bit of rain and people don't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, in Estonia, it's quite good to be because you get everything. You know, during the winter, you get this cold, rough winter weather, snow and everything. Mm-hmm. But during the summertime, it's really warm. It's like plus, well, again, in Celsius, it's like plus 35, 30. Mm-hmm. You can go that high. So you can get everything. Yeah, well, that's good. You know, I, one thing that I was looking at about the, the landscape is it's not – it's kind of a, almost a flat landscape. You know, you do have some hills and, and stuff, but there's not a whole lot of, uh, mountain ranges in Estonia. There's no mountains at all. Well, we have the highest mountain of, well, it's called Egmont mountain. Mm -hmm. Technically it's just a hill, but it's called mountain. That's the highest tip we have and which is the highest in Baltic states which is really close to my hometown, by the way. It only oh. takes like 20 minutes to drive there. Mm-hmm. And it's even closer to my countryside house. So I used to be there quite a lot. And on top of that hill, there's a tower as well. You can enjoy the beautiful view, mm-hmm. which my father actually helped to build. Oh, wow. That's interesting. That's a That's very interesting. Yeah, you know, I, I did see that it was, there's a lot of rivers and a lot of, uh, forests and lakes and a lot of hills in, in Estonia. So it, it you know, with the rivers and the forests and the lakes, it's probably a very beautiful landscape. It is. That's one thing I really like about Estonia, the landscape, the nature, uh, a lot of foresty areas. And there's a huge, massive lake, which is called the, Lake of Pepsi, mm-hmm. uh, which sounds like Pepsi, the drink, but it's a Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's one of the biggest lakes in Europe. I think it's the fifth or sixth. I'm not so sure. Uh, I've been there quite a few times as well. And when you're standing there on the lakeside, it actually feels like it's a, it's a sea. 
yeah, oh, you can wow. see you can see kind of like a, I don't I don't want to say ships, but those massive boats on the distance. Mm-hmm. So if you actually look at them on a lake side, they look like ships on the distance. So and on the other side, there's a Russia. Oh wow, yeah, and that's spelled uh, P E I P U S. So yeah, right. So Pepsi. It sounds like Pepsi, but yeah, it's it's spelled slightly different. If, those yeah yeah. Uh, if if you say it in Estonian, how Estonians pronounce it, it sounds exactly like Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Pepsi, not Pepsi. So it's just one letter difference there. Yeah. Yeah, and I saw I see that you know um, going through that one of you have a one of your longest rivers is about ninety miles, which is quite one hundred and forty five kilometers, um, which is quite quite long. But it's very narrow. Oh, is it? It's very very narrow. Hmm, that, that's interesting. So so yeah, if if you look at those uh, massive rivers like at the River Nile or the Amas, Amazon. Mm-hmm. River, yeah, yeah, in South America, very yeah. wide. Yes, it's not even half of that. Oh wow! Wow, that's 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 a uh, it's very interesting. Um, so let's get into what made you go to uh, the UK. What part of the UK are you in now? I'm in the north, uh, a city called Leeds. Okay. Which is the north side of UK in England, mm-hmm. I should say, because obviously the UK right. is, consists of many countries. Yes, but yeah, the I think the only reason why I moved over here was the career, because you know I started acting when I was ten years old, and I wanted to pursue my career even further. So I had two options: go to America, which is really difficult for. Europeans, let's be honest, because of those visas. It, it is what it is. Uh, so the other option was the UK. And I've always been fascinated about the UK TV shows, like mm-hmm. the Heartbeat, for example. I'm not sure if you if you know about this. I, I don't know about that one, no. Yeah, it's not very popular, but it was popular in Estonia. Mm-hmm. And the other one was what I really enjoyed watching was the Waterloo Road. Again, the TV show. These like British TV shows are really popular in Estonia. So yeah, I moved to UK to pursue my career even further. And what was interesting, when I was watching the Waterloo Road in Estonia, there was this actor playing one of the characters, the headmaster in a school. So a year later, when I moved to UK, I found it so surreal. I was acting right next to him. Oh, wow. The same actor, and I found it so weird. Like I just year ago, I used to watch this actor in the TV show, and now I'm actually standing right next to him. Right. Yeah, that I. I yeah, that would be uh, like you said, a very surreal thing to sit there and. I mean, like you said, you you watch him on TV, and then next thing you know, you're you're acting right next to him, and it's you know you're kind of starstruck a little bit, even if. Even a little bit. Oh, I've been starstruck so many times in my life. <laughs> <laughs> right. So how? what's the difference? What's one of the main differences between the UK, now that you've been living there for a while, and Estonia? 
you know, you know that saying when you have so many things to do and you just don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel right now. There's so many differences. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't right. know where to start. Well, obviously, the obviously it's the landscape. That's the main part. In UK, there's so many hills, not the hills, the mountains, and lakes. No, I mean the massive lakes. Mm-hmm. No, Estonia, we have hills and smaller lakes. Language, which is completely different. Uh, the British people, they love tea. They drink tea from morning, afternoon, <laughs> dinner. Literally like 10 cups a day. Oh, wow. And with milk. Mm-hmm. Estonians usually don't do that. Estonians love more like coffee. Some people drink tea, but once a day, maybe twice a day, compared to British people who drink 10 cups a day. Right. Absolutely crazy. And with milk, which I found really weird. So when I moved to UK, I stayed with a good friend of mine, family friends who are British, and they offered me so much tea in one day. I was like, I can't drink that much. Yeah, that's that's uh that's interesting. I know, you know, here um, you know, coffee's the biggest biggest thing instead of tea, but you know, even when we drink tea, it's you know, tea with maybe a little sugar or honey or something like that, you know, I the milk would be an interesting thing to try. Are you guys not drinking milk with uh tea with milk? Um, I can I I've never seen anybody drink tea with milk no i mean I'm, I'm, I'm sure some people do but you know a lot of people don't but that must be just a british thing then possibly <laughs> but yeah uh talking about the language and i mentioned the language is really different from the uk uh but it's really similar to finnish mm-hmm. uh, i mean it's like Finland and Estonia are very similar countries in so many ways. And uh, one thing is the language. Mm-hmm. And what's really interesting is I could have a conversation with Finnish people and talking in Estonia, Estonian, and they can talk to me in Finnish and we understand each other. Hmm. Even though these are two different languages. Right. But it's just they are so similar and you can kind of guess what they're trying to say. Right. You know, and that, I think that plays into what we talked about earlier with the, uh, the influence of, of the different areas and, mm-hmm. you know, how, how the Finnish language may have played into the Estonian language, you know, how it may have had some influence on, you know, I'm sure there's some words that are, are similar to each other, which is, you know, makes it a little easier to understand what's going on. Um, and then there's going to be some differences, but like you said, you can, because they're, they're closely related. You can, you can kind of figure out what somebody's saying. Oh yeah. Uh, Finland and Estonia are like brother and sister. Mm-hmm. You know, they go way back in history. Finland helped Estonia to get independence in some way. I, as I said, I don't know exactly how, because I'm not good with politics and right. history. And vice versa, Estonia helped Finland. And somehow Estonia and Finland have same national 
anthem as well. Oh, really? Just the music. Oh, just the music. The lyrics are different. But even still, that's that's a very uh, interesting thing. It's really interesting. Yeah. Hello? Yep. Are you there? Oh, yeah, I think I can. Yeah, I can hear you now. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, you, we were talking about the, uh, the, the national anthem music, how it's, how it's the same music, but the lyrics are different. And I find that interesting. You know, like you said that, you know, Finland and Estonia are, you know, like brother and sister and, you know, even using the same music in the national anthem is, is very interesting to see. Exactly. And what I find kind of cool. Uh, you know, you know who's Kimi Räikkönen, right? The Formula One driver, mm-hmm. very famous. And every time he won the race, you could hear the national anthem, and he's a Finnish guy. Mm-hmm. So it always sounds like the Estonian guy won, because <laughs> obviously, when when they play the national anthem, you can't hear any lyrics; it's just the music, right. and it always feels like, oh yeah, the Estonian guy won, even though he was Finnish. <laughs> and it goes like every event, you know, the Olympics, even though Estonians are good at Olympics. But yeah, every time a Finnish guy wins something, it sounds like Estonian. Mm. Now, Estonian, does it, how many different dialects are of the Estonian language are in Estonia? Ooh, that's a good question, you know. Um, you know, because I, I know I, there are a few. I don't know. When I was, you know, kind of doing some research, I saw there is a, uh, and forgive me if I pronounce these poorly, um, but the Seto people and the Muhu people. Yeah, yeah, you pronounced it really good, actually. Uh, there are a few different dialects. Uh, yes. I'm not sure how many. There are quite a few. Uh, obviously there's a main language, which is right. Estonian. But if you go to south where I was born, there's a different dialect, which, which sounds like a different language. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of understand, which I don't actually. <laughs> and, <laughs> Yeah, people are always laughing. How you don't understand? You were born there in South Estonia. I know, but I just don't understand a few words. Mm-hmm. And which is really interesting, like my grandma and grandpa from my father's end, they talk, talk to this Southern Estonian dialect. And there are some times I just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I understand. I understand most of it, but there are times I'm just thinking, "What does it mean?" Like, right. Well, yeah. I it mean, it can be quite different. Yeah, I mean, even here in the states, we have different dialects of of the English language. You know, depending on where you go in in the country. And you know, my wife, my wife is from Venezuela, and sometimes she'll ask me a question, and I I don't know because I I don't have any idea. I've never used the words that they've used and sometimes she, even when we watch something that's you know like a british british tv show she'll ask me and i said i i don't know that's that, that's the british <laughs> english I, that's not the american english I, I i couldn't tell you yeah i mean 
when it comes to British English and American English, I I honestly can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. I know there are a few words different. Like obviously, you in America you say a movie, but in England it's a film. Mm-hmm. So there are a few differences. Uh, but yeah, when it comes to Estonia and the dialects, it can be completely different. A right. Completely different. Yeah, like you said, almost different languages. Yeah. And coming back to those islands, they have their own dialect as well. Oh, do they? That's interesting. Uh, do they? Is it a different language or dialect for each island, or is it the same dialect for both islands? I'm not 100% sure. I think it's the same. Okay. But it's not, there's, there's no massive difference between the main language, you know, the Estonian. Right. Again, it's only like a few words. Right. And the way they spell things. Mm. Now, what about, what about the religious aspects of Estonia? Is, is there one major religion or is it, is there not? What I've seen and even experienced, Estonia is one of the least religious countries in the world. Mm-hmm. But there are Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if if you look at the churches and you can see Christianity everywhere. But people in Estonia, they don't really go to church. Uh, it's not a massive part of Estonia. Mm-hmm. Again, when it comes to religion, I don't know if it's a religion or not, but Estonians, and again, it goes back to the Viking Age. Estonians are more like pagans. Right. And they kind of like worship the nature instead of this God kind of thing. Right. So, yeah, it's more of a a, um, maybe a nature-based spirituality rather than a religion. Yeah, yeah. You know, can you expand on that a little bit? You know, um, you know how 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 it's um, I mean, I don't I don't want to say practice, but um, I don't think there's a, there's not there's such thing as a practice, right? Um, and again, it goes way back, and Estonians really love the countryside, and it's mostly being like. You know, people spend more time outside camping, mm-hmm. singing songs around the campfire, you know, songs about the, um, I don't even know, like people running around the woodlands and kind of like Viking songs, let's say, let's put it that right. way. But yeah, I don't think there's such a thing as a practice, you know, they worship something specific. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, it just get into that a little bit. It's more of, you know, like you said, being kind of being with nature and uh, being one with nature, I would I would uh, kind of assume. Yeah. And you can't even see it in today's world. Mm-hmm. Again, it goes way back. Like today, it's again, it's mostly Christianity, even right. though it's not a big part of Estonia. And that is where we are going to stop 
the first half of the interview. I do hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. Uh, remember to follow on Facebook and Instagram at Culturepology. And if you are listening to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star review. Um, if you are interested on in being the show, uh, please email me at culturepology5 at gmail.com. And uh, remember, folks, people don't feel the smile on our face. It's the smile of our hearts that people feel. Have a good night, everyone.